Thanks for tuning in to MANA, a short daily meditation to feed hungry souls with God's Word. These episodes were prepared by ordained ministers for a radio broadcast called Voice of the Church and are now republished by the Reformed Perspective Foundation, a Canadian charity that applies biblical truth to the issues of our time. Here's today's serving. Well, hello, listener, and welcome back to our final meditation in our series here, The Race of Faith. Well, today we conclude our series by looking at chapter 12, and here we see the goal of the race of faith. And we'll be reading verses 1 and 2 of Hebrews chapter 12. Here we read, Therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us, and let us run with endurance the race of faith that is set before us looking to Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Well, here in Hebrews chapter 12, it now speaks explicitly about this race that we are in as Christians. And we've considered what this race has looked like for some of God's people in the Old Testament, We've seen in the life of Abraham, our pilgrim identity, and we've seen in the life of Moses, the call to make choices that glorify God by considering the reward of following Christ. And here we see throughout chapter 11 and and chapter 12 that this is a race that requires endurance and discipline and focus. And if we're to run this race faithfully, we have to keep the goal of this race in mind. And here in chapter 12, we're reminded about how to run this race well. We have to lay aside the things that weigh us down. We have to run with patience. And we have to keep our eyes on the goal. And that goal is Jesus Christ. And so first, here in this race, how do you run it effectively? We're told first, you have to lay aside hindrances. Lay aside every weight and sin that easily ensnares us. If you're going to run a long-term race, you don't want things weighing you down, whether that be heavy clothes or things in your pockets or weighty shoes. I once read of a marathon that happened in London in 2018, and it was a fundraiser where people could wear crazy costumes as they ran this marathon. And one man by the name of Richard Gray was the first man to run a marathon carrying a household appliance. He ran with a washing machine strapped to his back. Another man named Colin Haylock was the first man to run a marathon wearing ski boots. Now, these are extreme examples for a fun cause, because ideally you don't want things weighing you down. Likewise, here in this race, we're called to lay aside those weights in our lives. And the things that are weights in our lives aren't things that are inherently wrong, but they don't help us to run the race. Sometimes we have to ask the question, is this thing in my life helping me in my race of faith? The preacher of this text not only wants us to lay aside obvious sins, but every weight in our lives, those things that drag us down, wear us out, and keep us from running effectively. Perhaps some weights in our lives could be things like too much social media, too much Facebook or YouTube or Instagram. Maybe for you, it's an overconsumption of news or television. 
Again, these are things in our lives that are not bad in themselves. They provide a level of rest and enjoyment and information. But if these things are not consumed in moderation or with wisdom, they become weights that distract us from running the race well. Another hindrance is not only weight, but also sin. Let us lay aside the sin which so easily ensnares us. Now, sin is doing what God forbids or failing to do what his word commands. And all of us sin in our thoughts and in our words and in our deeds each and every day. But there are things in our lives that not only weigh us down, but that so easily trip us up in the race. They serve as roadblocks in the race of faith. And all of us have things that trip us up. The text reminds us if we're going to run this race of faith effectively, we have to lay aside both those weights that weigh us down and those sins that so easily ensnare us. But in order to run this race well, we also have to run with patience. We not only lay aside things, but we run with endurance. And in order to do this, we have to know what kind of race this is. And Hebrews reminds us that the Christian race of faith is a long-distance race. In other words, it's not a sprint, but a marathon. And the nature of the race helps us to have the right mindset. That in the race of faith, God does not require from us short bursts of energy mixed with burnout. But instead, he calls us to run with endurance this long-distance race that is set before us. And this requires patience and perseverance on our parts. Knowing that it is a long-distance race, we're reminded that there might be times when we want to give up and throw in the towel. Often, if you've ran any physical marathons or long-distance races, there are those places in the race where you feel like giving up, those humps that you have to get over. The race can be long and excruciating at times. And the question before us is, how can we press on, especially in those hard seasons of the race of faith, when our legs get tired, as it were, and when our energy is spent? Well, finally, we're told if we want to run the race of faith well, we have to keep our eyes on the goal. And the goal is Jesus Christ. Again, Hebrews says here, let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus. If you're going to run effectively, you need a goal. Goals help orient and motivate us. And this is true in most contexts. If you want to get into better shape, you have to have a goal. You have to have a vision of yourself before your eyes that helps get you motivated to go to the gym or to eat that better food. If you want to run a marathon in a certain amount of time, you have to have that goal in order to motivate you in your training. Without goals, our faith also lacks purpose, and we can easily wander and wonder, what's it all for? And in these verses, we are told that we are to run with our eyes fixed on Jesus. And here first, we're to fix our eyes on who he is. We're told he is the author and perfecter of our faith. Jesus is the author, meaning he is the one who begins our faith. He's also the champion of our faith. He is the one who gives us faith to continue going forward. And we're told he's also the perfecter. That is someone who brings something to completion. 
We see Jesus not only gives us faith to begin this race of faith, he not only gives us energy for the race of faith, but he is the one who will bring this race of faith to completion. In a very important sense, he is the one who will ultimately carry us across the finish line. And so we consider who he is, the author and perfecter of our faith. But we also consider what he endured. We're told here he endured the cross. See, there was never a man who, on earth who suffered more than Jesus Christ. He suffered the wrath of God in our place when he hung there on the cross in darkness. He suffered judgment on behalf of sinners. And how can someone willingly go through such suffering? Well, we're told here in chapter 12, it was for the joy that was set before him. There was also a goal, a joy that was set before Jesus that motivated him in his own race. Jesus had a kind of faith, not like ours in regards to salvation, But he trusted in his father that he too would be vindicated as the Lord of all and that he would be with his people in glory. And so for the joy set before him, he endured the cross. And so we consider who he is. We consider what Jesus endured. But finally, we consider where he is at now. We are told he has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. You see, it's because Jesus endured the cross that he is now crowned with glory and honor. He is seated as one who has finished the race and is now the champion and Lord of all. And in order to give us hope in our race of faith, Hebrews here now focuses our attention on the reward and goal of our race, which is being with Christ. And so if you want to run the race of faith well, You have to keep your eyes on the goal, which is being with Jesus in glory. And again, he is the one who assures us that we will be there with him because he is the author and perfecter of faith. And so, dear listener, wherever you're at on the race of faith today, fix your eyes on Jesus. If you're not a Christian and you want to begin this race, ask that God would fix your eyes on Jesus today. Help you to see him for who he truly is. And if you are a Christian today, keep running and also keep your eyes fixed on Jesus. He is always the goal and focus as we run. Some days our running might feel like a crawl and we might feel like we're barely moving forward. But remember, by faith, you take hold of a strong Christ who is able to bring you all the way across the finish line. Well, it's been a pleasure to think about the race of faith with you from Hebrews 11. We look forward to having you join us next time here at Voice of the Church Radio. Until then, may God grant you eyes fixed on Jesus as you run the race of faith.